Hello? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like that Dory thing. Have you seen that Which uh, one? sound? Are you my Dory's conscience? Place? Oh, something's yeah, got me. Are you my conscience? <laughs> That's like the, I'm. We're literally uh, Marlin and Dory right now. We're like, hello. Literally. <laughs> ah, something's hello? got me. Um, are you my conscience? <laughs> hey, conscience, am I dead? <laughs> I love this energy that we're putting oh, in right now. Oh man, so good. Uh, all right, are we ready? Yeah. Hi everyone. If you can't tell from our chaoticness, like we always do. Then obviously, yeah. welcome back, or if you're new, welcome to our podcast channel, Lights, Camera, Storytime. Yay. Oh, Maxine, give your fit of the day. You actually look really cute in that uh, freaking sweater right now. Thank you. Um, I threw it on because it was the first thing that I saw We'd love. in my closet, and I was like, this is cool. I actually <laughs> did a whole almost reorganizing well mostly like a cleaning of uh, my clean closet. out spring clean out closet that's what it was sort of because like i have so many clothes and i just couldn't fit all of them in my closet so i just had like piles upon piles of clothes just everywhere so i was like you know what i should probably like clean this up and put everything away <laughs> true you did so you do did buy that. a lot of clothes i mean it's not a bad thing i mean some girls need some outfits you know we can't just stick to that I one basic like thing having options yes exactly that's, that's what i tell my, my mom thing. all the time I like i'm like we need yeah. options for our outfits because like you never Literally. know i mean a basic outfit is cute enough but like what if i want to wear something pink or orange or yellow you know Literally. spice it up a little bit you know mm -hmm. so we love we love that little yes. outfit of the day. Oh, my outfit of the day. Mm -hmm. I recently just got yeah. this shirt from Zara. It was nine Ooh. bucks. I was like, girl, it's really good condition. Like, um, good quality. So, mm -hmm. very comfy. Also, I'm wearing my work sweater right now. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. It's, it's cute, whatever. But <laughs> anyways. So, as you can tell from the title of the episode, we are going to be talking about how to direct and write your own scripts because we do we dabbled here and there on our podcast a lot about it so we're like we never mm -hmm. done an episode about it so we're like you know what let's do it for you guys today for any of y'all yeah. that want to write a script or want to be inspired to direct a movie it's pretty easy well somewhat but we'll get into that in a moment <laughs> yeah. that's what they say they always say oh it's so easy to act it's so easy to be in the film industry literally <laughs> no guys y'all don't even know yeah that's why we're gonna give you the behind the scenes tea from two mm -hmm. actresses that's been to the film school that know about this stuff so yes i think we we have the right to say what well, because we are kind of professional sort of we did get a diploma. sort of yeah yeah we went to school for it so we're valid <laughs> like we yeah. have the right we're to valid. say it. at the end of the day we're valid yeah we're valid <laughs> we're valid girls <laughs> oh, anyway so before we get into that let's get into what's boiling this week it's yeah <gasps> oh my gosh i love maxine's reactions it's so cute today <laughs> do you just want to get into it let's just get straight into it yeah okay because we just we read it a bit about it and then maxine had a lot to say and i was like maxine save your opinions for the podcast I'm, because we want yeah. the savage maxine back on let us know if you guys love Savage Maxine, because I love Savage Maxine. <laughs> oh, she's coming out. She's coming today. out. What they have those um, what's it called? Like those like alter egos. Is that an alter ego mm -hmm. of yours? Or do you do you have an alter ego? Um I mean not really, I guess like I change, I'm like a lot of people where like I change my personality based off of the situation and who mm. I'm with. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like... So it's a cha Sagittarius if, thing, though. Like, yeah. you're comfortable with certain things to say and certain people to say it around. Yeah, know? like, the, who I am at work and who I am around my friends, very different people. That's that's me. Very I'm honestly... People. No, I think for me, I'm, I'm very much myself, but let's, like, mm -hmm. if we're comfortable, I'm going to get very comfortable with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's work, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to be myself, but, like, I'm not going to be completely out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sorry if any of y'all co-workers from our size are watching this. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a persona, but, like, we actually do like you. Anyway. Yes, we love you. We love you. Okay, so uh, I thought we would talk about this because I thought, you know, we, we always talk about this. And also, it's been a minute since we talked about Miss Brittany after her whole conservatorship yes. and her engagement. So 
I thought first thing we should say, we didn't mention this on our podcast at all, but Britney's pregnant. Woo! Yeah! She posted it on her Instagram, kind of like stating, hey guys, I'm pregnant. It was just out of nowhere. And she hasn't posted any pictures of her baby bumps at all. But you know what she has been posting, Miss Maxine? She's been posting some scandalous photos if you know very scandalous photos well honestly i've seen worse so obviously i don't know i think this is just like a little only fans moment you know what i mean yeah and i feel like so many celebrities are posting scandalous pictures anyway that's what i'm saying like a couple of days ago i saw an article where hillary duff was posting i saw that it was like a cover of a magazine thing right yeah people were freaking out like oh my god like hillary duff is out here like posting these kind of pictures i'm like girl she's like 30 like she can do whatever the frick she wants now obviously when she was in her disney days and yeah that would be questionable for us and being like what the frick like why is she well she also would have been a minor but that's true i was topic entirely (laughs) anyways but yeah she's like 30 she can do whatever she wants so that's the same thing with britney like she's just like posting like casual nude pictures i mean let her do what she wants kind of thing yeah so we thought okay there's this psychologist i guess you would call her right Mm. i don't know who this miss psychologist is her name is dr tang okay she claims Mm. in an article with daily mail saying britney's revealing her lost youth and apparently she quoted, which I'm going to, I read this to Maxine and then that's when she was going off. And I was like, guys, wait, we need Maxine yeah. to say this on the live microphone podcast with us because she states, and I quote, if you're a man, had respect, if you had never let you post half the things you do, you leave some mystery. So basically she's saying like, why is like her fiance slash baby daddy letting Britney post these kind of scandalous pictures? Is there something you would like to say over there, Miss Maxine? Let's hear your opinions. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm getting my popcorn. Here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. Yes. First of all, Sorry. your man is not in charge of what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is your life. It is your choices. It is your decisions. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Obviously, it's good to keep your partner's um, thoughts in mind. Of, of course. course. Especially if you're making big decisions. Um, but if you choose to do something with your body, that's your choice. Oh, I it like how you pointed that out because it's choice. your body, you know I mean? your choice. I agree. I agree. Like, if he did the same thing, would they be saying that to Brittany? Oh, you shouldn't be allowing your man to do that? No. Why? Because oh, that's a good point. Because I was going to say that if a man were to post a nude photo like that, like kind of covering his junk, people would be, oh, my God, he's so hot. Oh, my God, he needs to post more pictures like this. Hmm. Literally. Yeah. Some, some girls and some people like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I agree with everything you stated. I agree. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, you know, even we talked about this a lot on the podcast. She just got out of her conservatorship. Like, obviously, she was so shielded off with the world that she never got the opportunity or chance to do whatever she wanted to do in her own life because her life was so controlled by so many people around her. So I think this is her opportunity to be like, hey, guys, F you. I'm out of the conservatorship now and I'm going to live my freaking life. Yes, I'm going to Mexico and getting naked. At least I look good Mm -hmm. doing so. And you're still and you guys are still out here looking at her Instagram post. So I don't know why you're so like complaining out here being like, oh, my God, Brittany. Exactly. This is Dr. Chang, whoever the frick you are. Tang, I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. That was my bad. But listen, Mm Miss Dr. Tang. You're out here being a psychologist, right? Why don't you actually go help people that actually need psychological help? Literally. Instead of, you know what I mean? I don't know if that was so mean. Yeah. Oh my God, maybe my savage in this one out. Oh, we're being <laughs> so savage today, but it's fine. I love Maxine being savage too. I think your savageness energy got to me. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So we love it. passed it through. It, it passed through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's all we have to say. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, relationships are meant to be supportive. You know, you should be supporting your significant other and what they want to do in their life. I agree. Not criticizing them, so. 
I mean, Sam, well, I you say. do. Congratulations on your baby. Congratulations yes, of on course. engagement with Brittany. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that like he's letting her do that kind of stuff, though. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I have boundaries with it, but if she's posting a lot of it, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a them problem. I'm just sitting yeah. back and observing, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think that's it. But yeah, that's it. That was for mm. what's boiling this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh a my- very exciting one. That was exciting. A very savage moment that we had over there. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to get into the best part of the episode where we talk about our script writing experiences slash directing experiences. Um, We decided to give you guys a little tip kind of thing like we did for our podcast. So this is for Mm -hmm. anybody that wants to start off directing or writing a script about something or just want to learn how to write a script for maybe a drama class or just in general wanting to start something because either you have ambition or inspired to write something. We're here to help you. So we are certified film. What are we film classmates? Whatever. Are we? Yes. Yeah. So we do have a diploma. So we have the right to Mm -hmm. talk about this and say our tips. So this is this is valid and this is certified real. You know how like they do the little clean check mark things that it's like. Yeah. Yeah. We're certified. That's what the fuck we are. Certified. No. (laughs) Not that song. (laughs) Seven days a week. No. Let's not finish that song no. on the podcast. No. Your discussion has been advised. Anyway. Okay. So we're going to let Maxine go first because she does have some questions about script writing. So this is the first kind of yeah. topic category that we're going to start off with. So take it away, Miss Maxine, my best friend All and right. queen. So I love how that rhymed, by the I way. I know. I didn't even plan that. <laughs> wow. I'm on a roll today. Oh. Sort of. But anyways, (laughs) so go first question. What is your process for coming up with or creating an idea for your script? There's millions of ways you can actually start off writing anything because like Mm -hmm. I think even Harrison said on this podcast episode one time where like you can get drawn to anything and get inspired by literally anything around you. So it could be like. I don't know, like a simple, I don't know, let's say like you're walking down a path and you see a beautiful scenery of a garden. Obviously, you think about, Mm -hmm. oh, this will be a really good love story moment, you know, like you get drawn and inspired by that and you base it on that. So I think um, I think a tip for me would have to be maybe just try to go outside and try to get inspiration from people. I've heard that from our acting coaches, too, that like, you know, you can get inspired by people in certain places and certain things that you could just look at. And you can get drawn by something and it could just make you have a spark of inspiration. I think mm-hmm. that's my tip. I think just like being out and about and actually like getting inspired. Even like I've seen people even write it on like notebooks or on their phone. Like what? Like for me personally, this is what I do sometimes. Sometimes I'll see something or think something is really nice and I'll write it down on my notes. And I'll just be like, mm-hmm. like something yeah. will inspire me or drawn to me later. Like I know that happened to me when I was writing songs at the time. So I felt like I was looking at certain things and I'll be like, oh, my God, this will be such a good like thing to write about. I don't know. So I'll just write down certain things I'll see throughout the day. And then mm-hmm. I'll just think of something when the time comes up, whenever I'm in the process of writing something. So yeah. that's my tip. Thanks. <laughs> Certified. <laughs> Certified. <laughs> what about you? What are your tips? Um, When I do my writings, um... I kind of base them off of a couple things. Either I'll write based off of an experience that I've had. Oh, that's a good one. Um, a conversation that I've had with someone. Like something somebody has told me. Mm-hmm. Or I'll think of like a what if moment. Um, I'll give an example. Uh, like what if... Um, Okay, here's an example. There's a book that I'm writing right now. I won't go into Wish too much detail. <laughs> but it's um it's like a romance novel. So like you can think to yourself, okay, what if these two people were in a relationship? Oh. And then kind of go from there. I or see. like what if um this character decided to move across the country? Oh. It kind of like help get like give you gives you a starting point. Yeah, kind of like to least. start off the story too. Yeah, 
Um, that's why, or sometimes I like to base, um, books off of, like, people that I know. Like, um, especially characters as well. That really helps me. Um, like, there's a book I wrote back in college. Um, and I base characters off of the people that I knew and were Mm. friends with. And that helped me a lot as well. See, I think... Long story short, try and find something in your life, whether, like, personal or, um, like, something somebody has talked to you about, like, conversation mm-hmm. or whatever. I think that really helps because it it gives you a starting point and it gives you something that you know that you can write about. Yeah. Kind of like John, again, like, with the inspiration through people or some things or some place, I guess you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good tip. Good job. Yeah. Okay, next question. Okay. What do you think is the best way to create a character? Oh, I usually base it on people for me. Like, I yeah. like to, ba- well, not like to the pinpoint to like the exact, but yeah, I like to yeah. like base it, maybe like certain things they're interested in in the, like in a movie. Like, okay, um, here's a good example. I, I did a short film back in our film school. We did the silent film. I don't know if you remember that, Maxine. But yeah, the kind of like the the story for me when I wrote it at the time, it was based on my friend, but I didn't make it exactly about my friend. I made it completely like I did a completely different person for her and kind of like made up what mindset she was at at that time, because her mindset was completely different how it was um, when she was in that situation versus when she was like in the movie, kind of like. I kind of just made it different in a sense. Mm-hmm. So for me, I like to base it on people, but sometimes I hear people base it on like, you know, like people that they see on the street or like, um, they'll like watch a movie. I know for songs, I know this is like really different than film, but I know I saw a TikTok where it was a while ago. I saw this. So shout out to this girl. I don't freaking remember her name. I actually have her song on my phone. So I'll find her freaking name as I tell you this, but she based on a song. She wrote a whole song dedicated to a movie character, which was Gwen. Uh, for Spider-Man. So when I first heard that, I was like, so it's like she kind of like got inspiration or got based on it on a character in a sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think just like base it on people that you know, or you could base it on yourself as well. People can Mm -hmm. write their own stories about yourself, but you can like twist it and like kind of make it your own thing. Um, But obviously, Mm -hmm. if you're going to base it on someone, I say maybe like if you're going to do it in front of millions of people, like, you know, like filming it in front of so many people. I think get like your friend's permission. She's a small TikTok creator. If I'm pronouncing this wrong, it is Aishalyn Davis. Uh, It's called Gwen. Um, This is the Spotify thing. You can like literally check that out. I'll like put it on the story or link it below. This is a really good song too. Like she's a small, small creator artist. So Mm -hmm. she based it on a character on Spider-Man. So I'll just give that a little shout out. But yeah. I think just, like, base it on people that you know or base it on yourself on real events that happen. That's for mm-hmm. me. What mm-hmm. do you think? What, what about you? Yeah, I'm very much the same. Um, I like to base characters off of people that I know personally mm-hmm. because um, it's easier to write characters that way, at least for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're writing a character... You have to know what they're thinking, what they're saying, what they're doing, and, like, how they react to certain situations. So basing it off of a real person can kind of help you with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, let's say I'm writing a character about Jessie. Uh, well, I know <laughs> if she saw a bee, she would run kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, it helps you get, like, a baseline yeah. Of who your character is, and then you kind of grow from there. What I like to do, um, great example, that one book that, that I wrote in college, and I based the characters off of friends that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take one prominent character trait from oh, that friend. Smart. And I will build off of that. So, like, if oh, I were yeah, yeah, yeah. writing I a character mean. based off of you... You have your very bubbly personality. Yeah, you okay, will take so that bubbly personality character... and make it a completely different character, but based it yeah, on that one. Yeah, so you trait. take that like okay, they're always happy, they're very sunshiny, uh, they never have any issues with people. Maybe they like get distracted a lot, and you can kind of like build from there. Yeah. 
That's um, smart. Or if you don't want to base characters off of real people, because mm-hmm. sometimes those real people can find out. Yeah. And it could be either a good or a bad situation. <laughs> uh, again, like, I like taking one singular character trait, like uh, bubbly, uh, jock, angry, yeah. um, def- like defiant something, and then kind of building a character around that character and trait. And you can completely make it your own. Yeah, I feel like that helps a lot, because that one character trait can be, like, the core of your character and who they are as a person, and then you can kind of branch off from there. Okay. That's good tips, good tips. Okay. So, when it comes to script writing, a lot of people have issues writing dialogue, because dialogue can be very hard to write. So, do you have any tips on how to write dialogue? That's a good question. Uh, (laughs) For me, I have trouble with that sometimes. But Mm -hmm. if I'm being fairly honest, but I think, I don't know, sometimes I would like, for me, at least, like I like to listen to a song while I'm writing a script for based Mm -hmm. on like what I'm writing about. This one, you get to actual writing. But I think, you know, like kind of thinking about what they would say in the moment to the other person. And like, Mm kind of like, this sounds really weird. I don't know. This sounds like. I don't know, but like it, it I kind of would like, let's say you're writing an example. Let's say you're writing about a guy and a girl talking. You would kind of pretend in your perspective. It's like reading a book. It's like you're, you're kind of like the girl in the situation. So you would want to imagine what you would want to hear from the guy because you have complete yeah. control in the writing, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's about a guy talking to another guy, then um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess like kind of just like imagine what you would like to hear from another perspective and like, mm-hmm. it, and it also, de- it really depends also what you're writing about in your script. Cause it could like, it could be like a sci-fi thing or like a romantic movie or, um, a drama filled movie. I don't know. Or a horror movie. Like you have to like figure out like what works best in the dialogue, I guess you would say, like, mm-hmm. what would they say in that moment kind of thing? Or I kind of like to picture mm-hmm. myself being like, what would I say in this moment? But like kind of twist it on there uh, to make it, like you said before, with the traits that they have. Yeah. So I guess that's a tip. I don't know if that helped, but <laughs> I tried yeah, my best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah, I agree. I think Um. put yourself in that scene, in that situation, mm-hmm. and like how would you see in your mind it playing out? Yeah. Um, especially if you're basing a character off of yourself, then you're like, okay. Now, I think the best you way to do it is you need to establish your characters first and understand your characters and understand yeah. who they are because they're the ones talking, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know who your characters are, then... Oh, what it's they've been be through, kind of like their background, right. too. Yeah. Well, I've had times, too, where, like, I've written a book, and then I've gone back and edited it, and I've gone back to the beginning of the book, and I'm like, that character wouldn't say that. Why the yeah. hell would I have my character say that? They why, Like, why would they say that, right? Yeah. So I think, as a creative mind as well, you probably do this a lot, but a lot of people daydream. Oh, you know, I just, do. just, like, sit around and, mm-hmm. like, make up scenarios in your head. <laughs> like, take that... From your brain, take that daydreaming part of your brain and put that on paper. That's what yeah. I like to do. That's a Whenever good tip. I'm stuck, especially when I'm trying to write a scene and I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know what the hell to write about. I'll, like, mm. sit there and I'll daydream about it and I'll just come up with all these different scenarios in my head until I find one that yeah. I like and then I write it down. Scenarios can lead to good things or bad things, guys. I would know. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's good. Okay. Next Questione. Si, senora. What, what do you think is the most important part of a script? I think the story. I don't mm. know. I feel like it's like people like, honestly, I think it is the story because people would like yeah. have certain kind of interests, right? People are into horror or sci-fi, drama, whatever I said before, right? So I think the, mm-hmm. the main idea I think would have to be the storyline, like, is your story romantic? Is it about a romantic movie? Is it about Miss Miss uh, Rachel and James? They were longtime mm-hmm. best friends. 
Oh, I, you know what I love? I'm sorry, this is really off topic, but I really do yeah. love enemies to lovers and also Ooh. best friends to lovers. Those are my favorite yes. kind. Oh my God, somebody take that idea because I would literally watch it and support you guys for it because I love mm-hmm. those kind of stories. Oh they my gosh. And even like the in-between of like them, like, you know, like kind of ifing about like, oh my God, we're best friends, but like there's something going on. You know what I mean? Ooh, so I think, yeah. and obviously like, see, I got Maxine's attention. I think I got yours attention too. So I think yeah. it's the good storyline and what's behind it. I think that's the most important thing in a script. Because then you're mm-hmm. attracting the audience of what they're interested yes. in. That's what I'm interested in. Maxine could be interested mm-hmm. in uh, mystery crime, for example. Yeah. It could be like Nancy Drew kind of thing, you know? Maybe Love somebody Nancy based Drew. on Nancy Drew's daughter or something. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, see, she got interested. Cool. You see, it's always attracting the audience and their interest. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the most important thing in the script, to be honest. Because then pe- why would people not read it if they're not going to be interested in it? You're mm-hmm. attracting an audience. And that's the T. Yeah. What about sure. you? What do you think is the most important thing in a script? I definitely agree with you. Story is very, very important. Mm-hmm. But also for me, I think characters are really, really important in the script because oh, yeah. they're the ones that are going through this entire experience and this entire story. Yeah. And if you don't make good characters then nobody's going to want to be invested in those characters. Yeah, you're and right. And they're not going to want to, like... Because a lot of people, they like to relate to I was about to say that, that yeah. Like, see. people relate to characters, and they go... It's exactly. like the... Like, we so. talked about this in the Euphoria episode, everybody. We related to someone of the characters in the show. Because, mm-hmm. like, as audience members, we see that as, like, you know, I relate to Fez, I relate to Lexi, I relate to Cassie, you know? Like, we have to relate mm-hmm. to them somehow to, in order for us to get invested in the story. It all yeah. connects. It all connects. But yeah, I think <laughs> characters are very important. And I agree with it. Good job. <laughs> okay. So, now that you have a script, you've written it out, it's not the end because that is only the first draft. <laughs> As we True. know, there are True. many, many, <laughs> many, many edits you got to go through. Yep. So, what would you say is the best way to edit a script? I say, like, get somebody else to read it with you. Like, maybe get, like, yeah. a friend or your sister or a mom or a family member or mm-hmm. your dog. I don't know. Anybody could, like, help you read the script and just see what they would relate to. Like, kind of just, obviously, like, we did talk about, like, obviously attracting the audience and the story. Find someone that is interested in that kind of thing. Like, for example, let's say I wrote a script about um, mystery film crime. I don't know. And uh, I get you to read it for me because obviously I know you love film and you love crime. So Mm -hmm. obviously I'm going to make you read it. (laughs) She does. (laughs) So I'm obviously going to make you read it. And obviously you could be like, well, I do like this, but I didn't like the way it ended this way. So that way you can still get the criticism and you can edit it the way. Obviously it is your story. I know some people have some criticism about that. You know, people can't take a lot of harsh criticism sometimes too. And it's good to have mm-hmm. someone that you know that is honest with your feedback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I for feel sure. like people will, like, for example, I would tell my friends, oh my God, what do you think of this clip? She'll be like, oh, it's cute. And I'm like, no, I need to know if this is good. I need a harsh. <laughs> be fr- honest with me. <laughs> I need to know. I, I know it's cute. The, the scenery's nice, but I need to know if that yeah. was a good scene, you know? So get that mm-hmm. harsh criticism. Find some, honestly, find someone that is good at giving honest feedback. I think that's the yeah. T on editing back your your story and also if you Mm -hmm. don't feel like there's certain things that aren't aren't right for you or you feel like that wasn't eh, that was not good enough then I thought of it before you can always go back to it so I think it's important too because like to have friends look over it because they could see something that you might have missed yeah like they could be like uh this doesn't make sense but to you it's like oh no it makes perfect sense yeah it makes sense in your head because you know right Mm because you were the one that wrote it but to an outside perspective They could be like, I'm looking at this with a blank slate, like, this doesn't make sense, or Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have this in, or you should add this in, like you said, too, so. The harsh honesty from people. Yeah. I think that's the T to a great, successful film, TV show, whatever, you know? Yes. Yeah. I also think, too, when I'm editing uh, my books, what I like to do is I'll, like, set it aside for, like, a week or two weeks, and just, like... Mm -hmm put it away 
and then come back at it with a fresh set of eyes mm. and just like sit down and just read it. That's smart too. Like how, we, how you would read a book or a script or whatever and then just go through the whole thing and then because once you see it again you're not like in writer mode you're kind of in like reader mode. So you can kind of pick things out. Like I mentioned earlier, with characters, once you, when you're beginning the book or the script and you're starting it out, you don't really know the characters as well. But as you start to get through and you get to the finish line, and once you finish it, you really have a good understanding of the story and your characters. So when you go back to your beginning, when you barely knew, (laughs) you can look (laughs) at stuff and be like, this doesn't make sense. No, I should yeah. take this out. No, I should add this. No, my character wouldn't say that. They wouldn't do that. They would do this or say this. Mm-hmm. And it would, it'll start to... And I'll connect the dots and make a lot of sense after. Yeah. That's the tea. I mean, there was one time, funny story. Oh, tea. To add. Story time. Um, <laughs> I was writing a book and I wrote a plot hole oh. by accident. Because when I like to write, I don't like to have everything planned out, like, step by step, this is what Mm -hmm. is going to happen. I like to kind of have, like, this is point A, this is point B, Mm -hmm. and I kind of write the journey as I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, one time, I was writing a script, and my character said something, and I was like, that is a damn good point. (laughs) You're like... Why didn't I think of that? Wow. So I'm like, I literally created this entire plot hole (laughs) without even realizing it. So then I had to write in what it all meant. Oh my gosh. So. That's smart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) I'll tell you about it after. Oh, see. Getting the explicit. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Next question. I'm ready to answer. So, when do you know, or when do you feel that your script is finished? Oh, I feel like you'll know. That sounds mm-hmm. like really, like, wiseable, like, you know, like those, I, you'll know when it's ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think when you know, I think you'll know. When, like, you read it back a couple of times, you're like, yeah, that was a good story. I vibe with it. This is really good. I, I feel it. I'm passionate. I think this is it. It's a, I think, mm-hmm. aha moment, you know? I think that's yeah. when you know it's ready. I know that sounds really basic, but, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've had a couple of scripts where I've written, and I still have some to this day where I'm like, I don't think it's ready. Uh, I can yeah. try better, you know? When you yeah. know it's ready, I think you'll know when it's ready. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the simple answer, but I think that's what it is. But if there's anything you would like to elaborate on that, Yeah, no, I agree. I think when you can read through your script and be happy with it and not be thinking, ah, this could be different, this could be different, this could be different, and you can be like, you can read through and be like, yes, I am happy with that. I have put in everything that I wanted to say and everything is the way that I want it to be, Mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, now I'm good. But if you're still, like you said, if you're still humming and hawing or wondering or like is this right is this wrong like should i change this then it's not ready obviously yeah it's like you have to know it that Mm -hmm. it's hard to honestly it sounds easier said than done but it's like you have to be in the moment i guess but yeah yeah okay so the last question that I have for us for writing of a personal question What is your favorite genre that you like to write? I like romantic films. I mean, I'm a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> ew, I'm outing myself out on this podcast. <laughs> I love romantic films. I've always loved this mm-hmm. since I was little. And again, I mentioned about the enemies to lovers, you know. Yes. And that's why I love that Bridgerton season. I vibed yes. it a lot. But, but I also have to say some people can just hate each other. Saying, not from personal experience. No, yeah, I know, I know. We all know. We all know. (laughs) But um, But anyway, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I was. (laughs) No, we we love that little gag moment. I love. (laughs) 
Um, no, I think, honestly, I personally love romantic films because I, again, I, we mentioned about the perspective about the writing part. So it's like mm-hmm. if when I'm writing a dialogue between a guy and a girl, I would pretend I'm the girl and I will want, I will want to hear what he will want to yeah. say. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I get the mm-hmm. full control and I'm like, ooh, he would say this, exactly. but then he'll say that. Oh, but then he'll say this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've written a couple. So ooh. people people love it. I don't know. So yeah, I think romantic films is my favorite genre to write. I'm trying to write a bit of, you know, like kind of like Stranger Things horror thing, but like kind of like okay. make it modernized. That's, oh my God, this is exclusive, but like, I don't know. Uh, I've been getting into that a little bit, kind of like in the Mm sci-fi kind of universe, science universe. I don't know. I'm not that deep into it. I have to do a lot of research and make up a lot of things, Mm -hmm. which I really like because you get to make up any mystical kind of thing that you can think of, right? So Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are my two interests, I guess. What do you like to write, Miss Maxine? Script wise, (laughs) uh, I think like, dramas like teen dramas Mm. are kind of my thing Uh, i also like writing crime like detective crime stuff i grew Mm. up watching a lot of like detective shows yeah um so that's kind of like my forte Uh, in terms of books usually fantasy i write a lot of fantasy novels oh i i remember that concept sorry it's really off topic Mm -hmm. but i remember that concept you wrote it was so nice about the fairy and stuff. Yes. That one's done. You'll never find it. Oh, but I want it. <laughs> I need to freaking get this book. I'll I'll give it to you. But that's okay. it. Um, but actually, currently, I am writing a romance novel. <gasps> Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> I'll is let it? you. I'll let you. I'll let you edit it. I'll okay. 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 No. No. I'll it. be the one giving you the the honest criticism. I'll be like, I hate this, yes. Maxi, but I love this part. You know. I'll be yes. the one. I'll be the one there to help yeah. you. Because I'm trying to kind of like branch out a little bit. Because I feel like a lot of writers they kind of like stick to one thing. Yeah. And be like, I only write romance. I only write detective. I only write this. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. That's what happened with um. You know what I mean? Ryan Murphy, I think it was. Uh, he's a creator of Glee. He started off in Glee, but then mm-hmm. I think he did other things. But then obviously he did. He did American Horror Story. He did Scream Queens. Like he kind of like branched out a little bit. Yeah. So, so I just want to like try and dabble in different genres yeah. and see what I think. So maybe you guys will see that one coming up soon. I better be the first one to get it. I'll do a PR Absolutely. opening kind of thing on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a little box together just for you. Yes, I'll do an unboxing for the, for the Lightscaper oh Storytime so account. Adorable. Oh my god, I love that. That'll be iconic. But is that it for the questions? Yeah, that's all the writing stuff for me. Those are good questions. Thank you. Beautiful questions. So now we're going to get into the directing subject, which I will be having the questions here. I have yes. some similar ones, but, you know, now we're now let's... Let's get into this mindset of you finally finished your script and now you want to okay. get your movie rolling. You want to start filming it or starting to film whatever you want to film. A short film, silent film, right. anything. So we have some questions for directing. So obviously, Maxine, you're going to go first and then vice versa. So okay. so the first thing I have is tips for helping take the story on the paper and turning it into life. What do you have tips for that? Ooh, um... It can be very difficult because if you don't do it right, then it could not look good. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like have a really good understanding of the script. And I think if you wrote the script, you already have a really good idea. And use that creative mind of yours. Like, think to yourself. If I was, let's say, you're at a coffee shop in one of the scenes Mm -hmm. like how would you picture it in your mind yeah like what does a coffee shop look like what are you dressed like where are you sitting Mm -hmm. how's the conversation playing out where are you sitting are you standing like how is your posture what are you doing with your hands you know it's those little things yeah yeah i agree Mm -hmm. i think like obviously there's some directors that like to get like pinpoint to like to the you know to the pit of like their their mm-hmm. script like how they're written in the script 
but sometimes some things can happen right so i think you know like again like maxine says like try to find like a, an envision somewhere or someplace that you think of wanting to put this to life and mm-hmm. obviously for that i think uh just try to like obviously like understand like the people that you hire too like what are they comfortable with and also like where mm-hmm. their mind well obviously the character's mindset is like as well like why are they dressed like that you know i think it's like the little things and little details that you have to put in a lot with this bringing it to life in that sense mm-hmm. for sure yeah. so i agree yeah. with yours your statements but just a bit of mine all combined yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so the next one is the best way to direct an actor Ooh, that's a fun one. Um, The best thing about being a director when you're imagining things in your brain Mm -hmm. is you see or you hear the line being said a certain way. Yeah. And you want to try and help guide the actor in the way that you're viewing the scene happening in your head. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say, like, go up to the actor and be like, say it like this, because mm-hmm. it's not going to help them. Yeah. I think for me personally, I would like to help them, like, relate what's going on to something in their life. Yeah, that's Like, smart. okay, like, let's say... Depends on the story. It's a fight scene. You and your lover are fighting. Like, okay, like, have you ever had a fight with your lover? Like, and also, too, like, explain to them, how is your character feeling mm-hmm. in this moment? What are you thinking? What are you doing? Like... Yeah. What are the emotions that are driving this conversation? And then have that establish how you would say the lines. Yeah. Because that's really important is the emotion behind what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Because people think directing is just like telling people and telling actors what to do. But I feel like you have to emotionally invest with that, you know, the person that's playing your character, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, for example, if I'm telling, I'm directing a film and I'm telling Maxine, like, to do a certain scene. I'm not going to tell her to do it again, but this way, like, obviously, yeah, you can like tell them how to position themselves or do like how to walk in, walk out. But like, obviously from the emotional state and how they're saying it to the other character, it's very important. And also it's like, yeah, you know, I want you to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Cause I obviously, mm-hmm, for sure. Cause like you want to bring, obviously you're acting in the scene and obviously you want to bring yourself a little bit into it, but also bringing the character to light for it. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so sure. I agree what you say as well. You know, like try to bring it to life, mm-hmm. but also like try not to tell people what to do because I know there's some directors out there that are yeah. very scandalous. And uh, I think it's also think <laughs> yeah. of like a director as well as like your guidance, sort of like your guardian mm-hmm. angel in a sense. I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, like try to like obviously understand their vision and how they want it, but also try to like put yourself and maybe like make it into your own thing it, it became an actor's mm-hmm. kind of tip there but i think that makes sense of how yeah because then how are you guys going to make this movie together you know how is it going to come to life for sure it's a collaborative thing mm-hmm. exactly so another one here i have is tips on getting those amazing shots as i wrote down here but it could mean anything i think it really depends but mm. you you can go first um I think a lot of directors, one, take multiple takes. Of course. <laughs> uh, the, fr- the first take is not going to be it. Sometimes it depends on a show. Sometimes. Yeah. It really depends. Um, but I think also, too, like, don't get so stuck in doing it one way and one way only. Mm-hmm. Like, play around with it. Try saying the lines a different way. Try changing things up a little bit and kind of changing up intentions and stuff yeah and like have each scene kind of play out a little bit differently and then from there you'd be like oh what if we do it this way oh maybe if we do it this way let's try this let's try this let's try this maybe different angle maybe the way he's positioned yeah yeah yeah. exactly and then one time you'll get that shot i feel like when you get the shot you'll know it's like that you'll know kind of moment like we mentioned about the script writing yeah like when we know when the story's done yeah I think, uh, but I think like play yeah. around. Like that's things. the whole point of it too. Help. Like obviously it's your your film, whatever you're doing, but like just see what mm-hmm. you feel like it's good for you. And obviously like um, it's going to be a little bit frustrating because it does take a lot of takes. Like you said, yes. it's not always that one take. 
But I think the more you mm-hmm. play around with it, the more uh, authentic and how, like, what you think is good for that shot, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Next one is tips on how to cast your characters. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I think for me personally, and I a, a lot of directors and casting directors do this as well, mm-hmm. but... There's a certain look that you have for the characters, mm-hmm. especially when you've written the script. Because when you're creating the characters, you're envisioning them in their head, like in your head, mm-hmm. and you can s- literally see them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what the character looks like, right? So, I think for me personally, like, I'd want the actor to walk into the room and be like, that's my character. Yeah. Like, you can look the at them and be like, moment. yeah, that's my character. Literally, like an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and that's the tough part, too, about being an actor as well. If you want to bring that in, like, typecasting yeah. and stuff. That's a whole different topic, but like you can bring it in. It's a whole different yeah. topic. But, yeah, I think, for me, I want them to look yeah. like the character and what I envision as the character to look. Because the rest of it can be developed, like, along the way. Yeah. No, you're right. I see that. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, obviously, like, Maxine's... I agree with that, actually, because it's, like, you have to have that certain look and that vision of, of the person. And I feel like you'll know... Mm-hmm. Again, it's all about the you-know moments. Like, it's, like, if you know it, you know when it's the time, I guess you would say, or, like, the person mm-hmm. or... You know, it's like that gut feeling, I guess. But also you have to see how they act on camera and how they are on camera. And do they get along yeah, with me? Sure. Do they, chemistry. Are they going to be like this throughout the whole process? You know, I think that's the one thing you yeah. should really look out for as well. But mm-hmm. just always just, I think it's great that like, you know, like again, the typecasting thing is very, very different. Like we mentioned. So that's a whole different mm-hmm. topic. But I think as like, in terms of just like, finding the right person to play your character you just have to like vibe i think it's all about the vibes and it's all about mm-hmm. how they portraying it as you envision it in your head i think that's the most important thing yeah and obviously yeah for sure you can love them you could say how pretty they are you could say they were amazing but you have to see some some pros and cons lists i guess you would say yeah for sure that's the most important thing in my opinion but anyways mm-hmm. um this is like sort of like an onset kind of tip or like kind of question but how do you build a trust on set when you're with your cast or crew obviously you are the director how do you build that trust Um, well that sounds like a strong word i guess like maybe like how to like get along with them or like yeah try to like uh i think it's important to um kind of create like a friend bond Mm -hmm. within the group like if you look at your own workplaces for instance like the care like the co-workers that you get along with the most are those that you would also consider like a friend those that you get along with really well exactly so i think like having it not only be like a work environment but also like a fun environment too because work doesn't have to be boring and stressful all the time like it can be a good time Yeah. yeah so i think like Kind of allowing people to like talk and joke around and like but obviously get to know have each that other. seriousness at the end of it. Yeah. Obviously, but like leave time as well for like bonding. Yeah. Moments. Like get like even you know like I mean? get a chance to talk. I'm latching onto what you're saying because I agree what you're saying. Yeah. But I think like get uh, like get the crew the, a chance to like talk to the actors or the actors to get a chance to talk to the crew like it could, or like the supporting actors or the extras like I think that's the most important thing because like it's like a chill environment that you're like bringing out and I think um it's important to obviously like have a good environment to have a like a good I don't know the saying there's a saying where it's like you have a good environment to have a good work experience I guess I don't really know the saying I I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about but it's like that Mm -hmm. there's a saying where something it's like you need to have a good environment because obviously we don't want toxicity and we don't want any obviously be happy no again like i mentioned have that serious moments on your set but like when it's time to be serious it's time to be serious you know what i mean yeah for i sure. think that's the most important thing 
for me and for us directors if anybody wants to direct but yes. the second last question i have here is how to set the scene for your story hmm. um atmosphere is very important mm-hmm. i think in terms of like the set itself um build it in a way where like it invokes the right emotion mm-hmm. like great example when it's a sad scene in a movie it's always raining <laughs> you notice yeah. that in movies whenever it's a sad scene it's always raining because raining rain is a very sad thing yeah. if it's a happy scene it's sunny right so i think like building the right atmosphere yeah. in the scene will also help the actors as well kind of like get in the mood of the character and get in the mood of in the, the scene. moment yeah yeah and i think for me too like if i were to ever direct something i would love to kind of like sit down with the actors and be like okay how like what are your characters thinking in this scene how are they feeling yeah. what are their emotions what is their intent behind everything and like really sit down and be like okay this is where your characters are in this moment as of right now go yeah just do it just play along with whatever we just explained that i think that is a good tip for sure and also i feel like um they have to be in the right mindset in order for them to do that i know for me what i do Mm -hmm. is sometimes i would like to like get in my feels a little bit for the scene obviously people when they say take your even a a good tip this is like sort of a good tip that i want to add in but whenever the director says take your time we'll start filming whenever you're ready Take that time to, like, absorb that energy that you're about to put in for the character. That's what I always do. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just breathe in and I'm like, okay, this is what we drive for. This is what we're doing. And this is what my intentions are. Let me get into it, you know? Mm -hmm. So obviously take your deep breath, do whatever you got to do, and just do it whenever you are ready. Take Even if if it takes, like, two hours, take your time. We have a lot of time to film this. We got it. You know what I mean? But... Trust me, it takes months to film. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, like, in the moment. Like, it takes, like, a while to get into yeah. that moment. Yeah. 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 Those are good answers. Wow, look at us. We're so smart. Scholars. <laughs> okay, so I know you just mentioned you, if you were to direct something. So, obviously, uh, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite? Well, this is the last question. What is your favorite genre to direct? If you were to direct Ooh. a movie or a show genre hmm. sorry <laughs> i think i think it would be a lot of fun like i mentioned in writing like i think it'd be a lot of fun to do like a crime detective yeah i think that'd be really fun to be on set for a show or a movie i think that'd be a lot of fun mm. to do um like coming up with the mystery behind everything mm. and like putting in little clues for stuff mm. I think it'd be a lot of fun Ooh. or just really at the end of the day i would love to direct something that i wrote and i would be like there to watch watching... it i'll be her number one viewer <laughs> yes thank no you problem. i would be for yours too oh thanks um but yeah i think like watching your own stuff come to life i think that it's really like the cool it's like see. rewarding too because it's like wow i did mm-hmm. that i can't believe i wrote yeah. that and i directed that it's crazy yeah, for sure. I think for me, ah, what about you? like I think it would be romance. Like I said before, I've I've directed a romance film before, which you should check mm-hmm. it out. But um, I yeah, it. I I like to. I know it's basic, but it's simple. I feel like because like you could just get every shot yeah. and everything, and like tell them how to like do a certain pose or tell them how to like be affectionate on camera. Like, obviously, with their consent, of course, I think that's a different yes. kind of thing. I think we forgot to mention that. Consent, consent is very important in directing. I think that's the most important yes. thing. Obviously, if the yes. if the actor doesn't feel comfortable with some certain thing, then you might have to change something. But it's all about their comfortability at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. we forgot to mention that. But, yeah. Yes. I think that that's my favorite. And that's the only thing I've ever done. But I would love to direct maybe like a, I don't know, maybe like a, like a drama one. Like a drama-filled kind yeah, of film or something. I love to like read about drama and like see drama. So I think that'll be fun to like yeah. put that to life. It'll be it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. yeah. I think that was the last question of the night, and I think that's how we should end our yeah. episode. Yay! 
I hope we shared some good advice today. By certified actresses and filmmakers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of film, we should do our recommendations quick. We haven't done that in like a hot yes. minute. Oh my we're gosh. almost near the end of season three and we're forgetting. <laughs> I know. I wonder how many times we've forgotten this season. 16. Yeah, I should <laughs> take a tally. Uh, because I love what we said. Our New Year's resolution is to give you guys recommendations. <laughs> yeah. We didn't stick oh. to that. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, is there any is there any recommendations for TV shows? I have a movie. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I haven't really been watching anything, to be completely say. honest with you. Um, I've been re... If you want to know what I'm watching right now. Okay. I'm re-watching BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes, you mentioned this. It's a it's a YouTube yes. series. That counts as a series. YouTube so series. That's a recommendation. Thank you. Um, they recently did their last season, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. They did their final season. Yeah. Um, so I'm re-watching that. This is probably like the third or fourth time I'm re-watching the series. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Because... That. One, I love it so much. Two, the um, the co-stars, Ryan and Shane, they have a new channel, and they're doing a ghost hunting series on that channel that's coming out this year. Ah! Everybody stay I don't know tuned. When, <laughs> but I'm so excited. I'm going to be watching that whole freaking thing. Let me know how it goes. But, Maybe I'll try to watch it, too. Uh, that sounds really good. I'm, I love them so so much they we'll leave a so link hilarious. for you guys because, actually then because if it's on youtube yes. we'll link it down below for you guys to freaking stream it what i like the most about it because a lot of times when you're watching like ghost hunting stuff all of them are like avid believers and they like really play everything up and like try to sometimes they like also like make stuff up and like fake yeah. things for the series to like make it interesting yeah but what i like about ryan and shane is Ryan is a huge, huge believer in ghosts. And Shane's And like Shane not. thinks it's all bullshit. <laughs> Shane is not a believer at all. He thinks all of it is a load of baloney. <laughs> I love So Shane. it's so funny because Ryan is constantly freaking out over everything. And Shane is, like, basically asking the ghosts to, like, kill him. Because he's, like, he doesn't believe in anything. Yeah. So it's really cool, too, because, like, what they'll do after they've recorded the episode, Ryan will also, like, throughout the episode, present evidence to yeah, Shane yeah. to be like, this is a ghost talking. And she'd be like, it was wind. <laughs> like, I don't believe like, it. Um, it was wind. Yeah, sure. It wasn't anybody talking. It was literally just the yeah, wind. But, but I like that about them. Like, they the dynamic. They try and make it like, ooh, it's so spooky. Like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff that happened. It's mm-hmm. like two guys genuinely like just going ghost hunting and it's not like played up for the cameras or anything it is it's raw real and it's just great everybody go stream it for maxine yeah because she loves the show it's so great you need (laughs) you need to watch it you need to watch i do watch the unsolved i did watch the unsolved butt feed like years ago but then i stopped (laughs) well i'll get back on it just for you three right i'll get back on it thanks i promise so what's your movie recommendation? So this is for uh, any people that are 18 plus because I watched this last night and I did not know it was 18 okay. plus till during the movie. So if you're planning on watching this, you must okay. be 18 plus or 19 plus at this point. But it's about, okay. okay, so it's called The Girl Next Door. It's about like this guy. He's just an ordinary high schooler who falls in <laughs> Is this all with Jennifer Lopez? No. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I think that's the boy next door, which is weird. Oh, okay. That one's whacked up, though. Stream that one. That one's just whacked up. There's so many, like, girl next door, boy next I know. door movie variations that have been coming out. I'm trying to think of which one this is. This is, like, a 2004 movie, so this is not, like, recent. Okay. Like, gotcha. this is, like, literally old. Okay. I think they based it on this, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. <laughs> no. I'm oh so sorry, everybody, but your discretion has been advised. But basically, this guy falls in love with a porn star girl. But, okay, okay. but, but, but she doesn't want to be that type anymore. She wants to live a normal okay. California. I think, I think they are 
California. I don't freaking know. But they, she wants to live a normal life, basically. So they end okay. up falling in love. He ends up messing up. Yada, yada, yada. There's some mishaps that comes in between the movie, which it's really funny. If you are 19 plus, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's a good movie. I think, honestly, it's okay. a little bit whacked up. But the storyline of him and the, the porn star girl is really, really wonderful. I think their love story matches. Okay. Like, the energy's my I love, again, I love romance movies. It's a sort of like a romance kind of comedy. I think it's a rom-com. I don't know what to call it. Okay. But, yeah. It's a big elaborate thing that's kind of fun. It's very, honestly, that's something very modern that they would do writing, like, for this generation. It was in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's available on Netflix if you guys freaking want to stream it. If you're 18 plus, okay. please. Yes, if you are of legal <laughs> please. age. If you're going to... Okay, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do. You can do what you want, but I don't want to get arrested. But anyways. Yeah. But yeah, that's my movie yeah. recommendation. Uh, but if you want to see the okay. one that Max, Maxine was talking about... Oh my God, I almost called you Max. Max Stilella. I don't know why. That's <laughs> <laughs> how tired I am. Oh my God. <laughs> oh it is late <laughs> it is late we, we always end up filming late but it's okay but anyways uh, if you want to see the one maxine was talking about i think that's also 18 plus but that's whacked up crazy um that is the jennifer lopez one they, the boy next door like, that's what it was called yeah 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 uh buzzfeed and Saul, it's not like they don't do anything too <laughs> yeah, i love how yours was so like innocent spooky. and mine was like off the rails i'd probably <laughs> say like they swear (laughs) they swear but it's not that crazy yeah i mean it's crazy but it's not that crazy it's not that crazy it's not porn star crazy it's (laughs) It's just two guys hunting ghosts that's all anyways uh thank you guys for listening oh by the way we have an announcement that's how tired i am wait is it next week or this week well we have uh next no next next week is us but Okay, yes. next week, we are going to do two special episodes, actually, which hopefully yeah. they'll reach out if you know who you are. Yeah, um, we'll see. We're calling you out. We're calling, <laughs> we're calling you, out, you right out right now. But next week... You're supposed to be our number one fan, so you'll know because you're watching this right now. I think they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. so tired. I'm so sorry. That was funny. Anyways... <laughs> Why am I uh, crying? I'm so sorry. We uh, we're we're working on some fun stuff for the season finale and the next couple of episodes coming up. So stay tuned yes, for that, guys. We have two more episodes left of season three. Two more. Two more. So everybody, honestly, crazy. Get ready for the podcast sensation. Yes. For the best. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm so sorry. The the best series finale you're mm-hmm. ever going to see in your entire so, life. So we do have a special amazing. guest coming, but it's not going to be like that kind of special guest episodes that we always yeah. do normally. It's going to be a little But different. it's you're going to see. Next week, you'll freaking find out yeah. what it is. Uh, for the next week It'll after that, um, the number one fans, if you're watching this, reach out to us because clearly we've been messaging you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That was a voice crack. But anyways, um, just reach out. And then maybe maybe the season finale yeah. would happen. We'll figure, we'll figure yeah, that out. we'll see. <laughs> We'll figure, we'll figure it, out. it out. But stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll stay tuned for us, too, because we mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're also staying tuned because we, we also don't really know, but, you know. Anyway, thank we'll you again there. for streaming, listening, or whatever you do while watching or listening to podcasts. We love you guys so much. Um, if you want to follow us on our Instagram, we do have our Instagram, Lights, Camera, Storytime. You can also follow us on our personals. We also stream everywhere from podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon now. And also, by the way, recently on Spotify, you can watch our videos on Spotify now. We got it fixed. We got it fixed the other day. So we're so excited. So if you are a Spotify premium or have an account with us or uh, with us it sounds like we have a company like if you have any- <laughs> we have a subscription now <laughs> no but you can't subscribe to our youtube channel and hit the notification button. look at that slide all freaking yes. thing i did there wow but yeah we do have spotify and youtube to watch videos if you guys are interested rate us five stars mm. on spotify and apple it would be much appreciated for maxine um is there anything else you want to add to end off this wonderful episode um get ready for the next couple get, of well we have to we don't even fire. know what's happening for the next 
Well, the next episode we know is going to be fire. <laughs> stay tuned for stay the last Stay tuned, one. everybody. Just stay we'll tuned. Because we're staying tuned for the mm-hmm. last episode. We don't know what the frick is happening. Yes. Is your light going on and off? <laughs> yeah, um, my light's acting a little odd. It's okay. Maybe it's the ghosts. <laughs> Yo, I Uh-oh. think they heard you when they talked about the unsolved. It oh, wasn't us. <laughs> it wasn't you me. You got the wrong people. Didn't do it. <laughs> okay, bye. Me, Love you. Sorry. I think that's it. I think we're just going to end it there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my it's light is chaotic. Been, like, oh my randomly God. going off. At this point, I don't know why. Everything is chaotic in this freaking life that we live in Literally. and our podcast channel so at this point they should be used to it that should that should be the new name for our for a podcast our chaotic life chaotic because that's what it is why am i laughing so much i'm so tired but that was so good oh, i'm a comedian oh my god